At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Guys of the Desert with Stormy Bonantoni on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. We are gathered here today with a heavy heart to say goodbye to a team's hopes and dreams in the 2021 season. It is the San Francisco 49ers. I touted, and this is my favorite team, mind you, I touted you as a Super Bowl contender, but alas, you are nothing but a pretender. What a time that was back on October 25th when the 49ers were three and five and I was in a bad place, but I have flowers, I have a balloon to issue a public apology to my San Francisco 49ers. I did you dirty. I should have believed it was a premature burial. We did, for those of you that were with us later in the season, we did have a resurrection for San Francisco because they obviously turned things around. Um, I feel like I just have to eat crow on this one, definitely. We need to get some incense here in studio to just wipe out all of the bad vibes that I provided here back in October. Um, winning five of the last six games for San Francisco, uh, beating a NFC West rival to end the regular season, winning in the first round of the playoffs the way that you did last night. Just so cool. I'm so excited. Yeah, we got to get the incense in here, but I hope you accept my apology. I'm the worst fan ever, but I'm back, baby. Check this out. We're back. We're back. Really good. Good stuff. We're all ready. Um, but holy super wild card weekend. What a fun one. I hope that you guys had as much fun watching the games this past weekend as I did. It was a blast. We had some big favorites dominate the trendy dog caches and then a Super Bowl contender in the Cowboys um, that many of us thought potentially down the line could win it all is out right away. Um, plus, we have playoff football tonight on a Monday. Doesn't get much better than that. The Cardinals and uh, L.A. Rams going at it tonight. Another NFC West rivalry. Rams favored by three. Um, but thanks for hanging out with us today on My Guys in the Desert. I'll be with you for the next hour live from Las Vegas at Circus Sportsbook. Um, got a great crew on tap today. Jimmy Vaccaro is going to come by. Um, visit us from the South Point, tell us how the books made out over Super Wild Card Weekend, tell us where the money is going tonight. Trey Wingo is going to come on, tell us who his pick is tonight, what his key takeaways were from the long weekend. And Steve Buchanan of DraftKings has the props locked and loaded, so you won't want to miss any of that. We've also got three games in the NBA that are going on right now. We'll try to update you on some scores as we go. A close one with the Nets and Cavs in the fourth quarter. Uh, but let's get into our top five, as we always do here on the program. Things that impact us as 
betters and we got to start with that 49ers Cowboys game last night. It was an incredible ending in Jerry World if you were a 49ers money line backer. 23-17 your final despite what looked like the 49ers trying to give it away on that uh, late in this one. Cowboys tried to make the comeback. Uh, we're making easy work of San Francisco's D on that final drive but with 14 seconds remaining call a quarterback draw. Dak Prescott 17 yard run can't spike the ball in time because the official needed to set it down. Cowboys betters fans losing their mind. How do you run that play in that situation with your season on the line? Dak and Mike McCarthy both post game defending the play call. Saying, we practice that every week. McCarthy said we shouldn't have had any issue getting the ball spiked. Well, if you practice it every week, you should have practiced handing the ball to the official to get it squared away. Um, obviously, things did not work out there. San Francisco covers his three and a half point dogs. The total goes under the 51. 49ers advance to play the Packers now in the NFC divisional round. There were some injuries, though, to be aware of. Kyle Shanahan is hopeful that defensive stars Nick Bosa and Fred Warner will be available for Sunday. Bosa currently in concussion protocol and Warner undergoing tests on his right ankle. Quarterback Jimmy Garoppolo also, we found out just a few minutes ago, has a slight shoulder sprain. So we'll see the severity of that as the week goes. Number two on our list. Meanwhile, at Arrowhead last night, the Chiefs demolished Big Ben in the Steelers. It was probably his last NFL game. Final 42-21. Chiefs nearly hit the total themselves with the over 46 and a half cashing. Roethlisberger did not officially announce his retirement in the postgame presser, but he did say he gave Cam Hayward a big hug, told him it's on him now. It's his job to pass it down and keep teaching and holding guys to the Pittsburgh standard. Wonder what the future holds at the quarterback position in the Steel City. Chiefs advance now to play the Bills. What a game that will be. More on it in a moment. But to complete our AFC recap, the Bills pummeled the Patriots as well on Saturday, 47 17 Bills easily cover the four and a half in the total of 43 by themselves and Josh Allen had a day. The Bengals meanwhile held off the Raiders 26 19 Cincinnati covering the six that one stayed under the total of 48 and a half and just the, the quarterback play we're going to see as these post postseason games continue is really going to be fun and exciting. Keep it going here. The Bucks will await the winner of tonight's game, but they have some injury issues. Uh, head coach Bruce Arian said in his Monday press conference that right tackle Tristan Wirf, center Ryan Jensen, and backup offensive tackle Josh Wells are all dealing with injuries that put their availability for next Sunday's game in question. Wirfs, who's just named a first-team All-Pro, had to leave Sunday's game with an ankle injury, and when he tried to come back, he was unable to make it more than a series. He had to leave the game. Arian said he's in a boot now, and while there's a chance he'll play, Play. They'll likely have to take it all the way up to Friday before they really know more. He also gave an update on running back Leonard Fournette, who can deal with a hamstring injury, calling him questionable for the divisional round. I know a lot of hope was that he would be available to play against the Eagles this week. Obviously, he did not. So we'll see what that means moving forward. Uh, that, like I said, we got a big game tonight. Playoff football on Monday night doesn't get much better than that. An NFC West Super Wild Card showdown between the Rams and Cardinals. Rams three-point home favorites. Total sitting at 49 right now. This number has moved around a bit. Rams were four-point favorites. Saw it at three and a half. Now three. So if you like the Rams, you're getting the better of the number. Cardinals, you might want to hold on to see if you can get that hook back. 
63% of the handle, 53% of bets are on the Rams laying the points. But like I said, some Cardinals money has come in today. 73% of the handle, 70% of bets are on the over 49 and a half. These two teams split in the regular season. The Cardinals won in LA in week four, 37 to 20, lost at home back in week 14, 30 to 23. Um, Five-time Pro Bowler defensive end J.J. Watt is, he obviously tore his labrum, underwent surgery earlier this season, but he is activated. He's going to play tonight. Really good news for Arizona. Running back James Conner has been listed as questionable with that rib injury, but all reports trend toward him playing as well. As for L.A., Rams starting safeties Jordan Fuller and Taylor Rapp. Out. So to fill the void, Rams head coach Sean McVay re-signed Eric Weddle out of retirement. McVay, this is a fun stat. He's 9-1 straight up in his career against the Cardinals. 8-1-1 against the numbers. But as you saw some of those other trends on your screen a moment ago, the Cardinals this season have really thrived as underdogs. 6-0 against the number and outright as an underdog in a single season. Um, that's the most outright wins as an underdog in a single year without a loss in the Super Bowl era. The winner of the night game tonight will advance to face those defending champion Buccaneers next Sunday. So let's take a look at some of those divisional matchups here. It'll start with the the Saturday doubleheader. Bengals taking on the top seed Titans. Titans three-point favorites, total 47. Then the 49ers and Packers in the later game. Packers early number favored by five and a half, total 48. Then Sunday, Still don't know who's going to be playing the Bucks just yet. Could be the Cardinals, could be the Rams, and then Bills and Chiefs. And what a game that will be. I know I said, said that already briefly. Um, and maybe that's the one that we go to talk about first. Bills at Chiefs. It's going to be Sunday, 6.30 Eastern time kickoff. Kansas City opened here minus 2.5, uh, total 55. And it's an interesting matchup to me because you think about how easy it would be to bet this either way, right? You just saw the Bills blow out the Patriots uh, in an incredible game. Josh Allen had five touchdowns, uh, more touchdowns than incompletions in that game, only four incompletions against the Patriots, 308 yards, um, an incredible game. And then Mahomes just rolls in last night against the Steelers and says, hold my beer, 404 yards, five touchdowns himself, did throw the pick, but in that 42-21 win over Pittsburgh. So this is one of those games that could certainly go either way in a big way. I know Bills fans are probably trying to see if they can get redemption for last year's AFC Championship loss. KC won at 38-24. Bills won this week in Week 5, 38-20 in Kansas City. Tickets to cash there, of course. Buffalo plus 3 and the over 57. Bills scored three times in the second quarter to build a lead and never let it back up in that one. Josh Allen was very efficient, 315 yards, three touchdowns, 59 yards on the ground, and a score there as well. So, um, I think that's going to be a really fun game. That's, to me, the marquee game of the divisional round as of right now. Very excited as well, as you all know. I already made my apology for the 49ers, but uh, that'll be a fun matchup as well with the Packers. Uh, like I said, early line on that one, five and a half over under 48. The last time they played was week three of this year when Mason Crosby had the near walk-off field goal to win it for them, 30-28 to 28 in San Francisco. And, at the start of the year, the 49ers were just so bad at home um, or away. Like, it was just, they struggled early on. I told you, three and five. I, I You have to understand, I did the funeral. 
for a reason. It was looking rough. Things were looking bleak. The injuries were not there. It was a tough time. But Jimmy G wasn't bad in that game. Um, some trends here to keep an eye on. Packers are 7-1 and one against the number in their last eight home games. 8-0 straight up at Lambeau Field this year. So certainly an uphill battle. But San Francisco 5-1 and one ATS their last six. 6-1 six and one ATS their last seven games as an underdog as well. So I always love when the you've got competing trends here. We said Jimmy G has a slight shoulder sprain. We'll see what that means for him, for the defensive players that um, had to leave the game early as well. Um, San Francisco, though, in that game against Dallas, pitched a near-perfect game, still had to hang on for dear life to win it. Um, looked solid in the trenches. I think the offensive line was good, leaned on the run game as they do, dominating time of possession that defensive front didn't let the Cowboys ever get particularly comfortable and I think that's a formula that could potentially work with Green Bay as well um, Packers aren't going to look nearly as tensed up as the Cowboys did they looked like they had the weight of the world on their shoulders plus you got all the great storylines with how much Rodgers hates San Francisco after loving them his whole life and then not getting drafted by him so we'll get into more of these games as we go Jimmy Vaccaro is going to join us from South Point momentarily stay with us this is VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. With Stormy Bonantoni on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Back here on My Guys in the Desert from Circus Sportsbook. And remember, if you miss any part of our show or anything on the VSIN schedule today, don't forget you can always check out our free sports betting podcast. You can get replays of all of our shows or download and listen on your own schedule. Just go to vsin.com slash podcast. You get My Guys in the Desert. You get Beat in the Book with Gil Alexander or Market Insights with Josh Applebaum. Hardwood Handicappers, the Lombardi Line, Follow the Money, Coast to Coast Hoops, so much more. They're all there. They're all free and available right now at vsin.com slash podcast or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Stormy Bon and Tony. Time for a little like, love, hate Super Bowl edition. And so just some odds as we look them up on DraftKings here, which ones I think are the better bet. And it'll give you my lean as well into my insight on this week's games a bit. 
Um, I, I know I'm going against my thought process here with the 49ers. I do have a 30 to 1 ticket on them that I bet a couple weeks back. They now sit at 10 to 1. I do like them, but the Packers are just such a tough team to beat with Aaron Rodgers and their weapons. Um, I, I like, I love the Bills. Um, the Bills Packers were actually my preseason Super Bowl meeting, and, and the books, the Bucks, I think certainly have potential with the beatdown we saw the the Bucks put on the Eagles the other night, what they're capable of. Plus 550, there's some value there for sure. I like the Chiefs, um, but I just think that the Bills are going to be the be- get the better of them this weekend. I really do. I'm not fans of the Titans. Um, I know that some people are really not going to like that. That's certainly the best value there, an underrated, disrespected top seed right now. Um, plenty of value there, and I just don't have any faith in the Rams or Cardinals, especially not the Cardinals. They're 25 to 1 for a reason. I really like the Rams tonight. As far as the MVP goes, very much so in line with uh, the team selections, because if one of those teams is going to win the Super Bowl, then their MVP is likely going to be on that team. So um, I love Rodgers. If Rod- if the Packers do go all the way and win this thing, um, he's the obvious candidate. Him and Josh Allen, I'm a huge fan of these big names. But I'm like I said, I just think that the Bills are going to get the better of that matchup. So I can't put Mahomes in my love category. The Bengals have certainly gone up in my mind. Burrow at 14-1. to Um If the Bengals make a push and and they're able to keep moving up, I like that matchup for them with the Titans. Um, And then again, hate, same old characters there. For like, if instead of doing uh, Jimmy G, I have Jimmy G in my hate category there. I think that if the 49ers do win, it's going to be in big, big, big reason due to Debo Samuel and his Swiss Army knife capabilities and the big play potential. Uh, Let's keep our NFL conversation rolling along as we bring in Jimmy Vaccaro down there at the South Point. Give us the book's perspective on all things Super Wild Card Weekend. How are you, Jimmy? Good to see you. It's a pleasure to see you, young lady. And uh, with no Vincennes here, I need a little bit of help. But uh, what a nice weekend it was for, uh, for like, booking, for seeing people come out to have absolutely full houses uh, from, uh, from Saturday on. And obviously tonight will be the same thing. And it, it was kind of a mixed bag when I say that in, in a way where, you know, uh, with the five games there came four favorites. Not that, like, we got carted out with it. But, like, what it does set up, it sets up uh, for a money warrior. It's going to be a pain in the butt because with everything that's a hangover – uh, we're going to pay out. The, but you know what? When you see these things, even though you might have got bumped a little bit, you want to see these things again. It was a great idea. I didn't think it would be that good with the two, three, and one, but it's working out well. Because what happens, kid, if I can take just a second and uh, tell our viewers uh, what it's really like. When you have, like yesterday, a game at 10 o'clock, a game at 1.30, a game at 5 o'clock. After the 10 o'clock starts, obviously everybody sits down and having a good time with their tickets and their their beer and whatever. But remember, now about 45 minutes before the the 1 o'clock game starts, it's like a brand new day. Everybody comes out of the woodwork and is jam-packed for about uh, two hours, people getting their tickets with, with 12 windows and 12 clerks everywhere. And then it's the same thing. It settles down a little bit, and then you have the ending with the Chiefs and the Steelers, and it was just like another Super Bowl, like, wow, where do all these people come from? So from a bookmaker standpoint, you can't ask for anything more than what you saw yesterday with, with crowd participation. No, it was a lot of fun, and I love watching VEASAN throughout the day, and you see those shots from the VEASAN studio at the South Point and just how many people were back there at the book. So much fun. And you mentioned lots of big favorites cashing, which I know a lot of times for the books, 
isn't the best thing in the world. But we talked last week. You said there was a lot of two-way action coming in on the number of games. So how did the book ultimately fare when all was said and done yesterday? Well, obviously yesterday was like one of those days. Uh, it was okay. Uh, the saver to some degree when I take talk savers like was the Cowboys losing. And only because at least it, believe me, scratched a lot of parlays and, and a lot of teaser bets. So when mm -hmm. you go through those days, you, you have to have at least one that's in your favor. And then it just lingered, lingered, lingered. And then, you know, and obviously after a 7 nothing uh, Steelers, that was the end of that. So uh, we here, here's how it broke down. We won money on Saturday, a fair amount. Sunday, I think we win like $28,000 in taking all these bets. So it's just you can just see what's back and forth. But everything, you know, came to the, came to the Chiefs later on, so we did give some back. But uh, like I said, it's Super Bowl weekend without Super Bowl. So I'll take it again this week. Now, it's not too bad this week, kid, because we got what you consider a couple of marquee teams, a little bit of a Cinderella type of thing. And this I can tell you. Get your teasers in early, even when they when they mentioned to see who Tampa Bay is going to play. I can only imagine teasers on the Packers in Tampa Bay coming up. Remember, Jimmy told you that today, not five days from now. Yep, no doubt, no doubt. Uh, which game of the Saturday and Sunday games, though, saw the biggest handle, though? Which one were you sweating out the most? <clears throat> well, yesterday was, uh, again, just from the carryover, it was, it was the Chiefs. Not that there was, like, the biggest decision with, with straight bets and whatever, but, like, once you have everything, it's lined up. And obviously a little false security there where you saw the Steelers scoring uh, scoring early. <laughs> now, again, there four out of uh, four out. Of, uh, five favorites showed there, but it wasn't like really bad. There are a lot of weeks when the, the favorites show that big and obviously you just get carried away, but th there was money for the dogs in a lot of these things because A, you're in the playoffs. B, you know, you're a pretty good team to make it that far. So like I said, you let it fall where it falls. You just manage the book and Chris sits there and watches everything that's going on and you just adjust. Try to put yourself in the best position. Sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. Yeah, it was such a fun weekend, though. Uh, definitely lived up to the hype of the super wild card weekend. How about tonight? Because it's mm -hmm. not over yet. We've got Rams and Cardinals going head-to-head -head at the host site of Super Bowl 56 this year. Where's the money coming in tonight? Well, obviously, as uh, we talked about, kid, it's just like, you know, a lot of carry over here, but a lot of early money that was on the, the dog. Uh, we opened it forward down to three and a half, and now there's been some money on the favorite here. You know, we just took about an hour ago a $50,000 bet on the Cardinals plus a three and a half. So once again, the game itself right now, it's relatively okay, but we're still dealing with whatever's live going into the late game. So the, but the biggest play so far is plus three and a half with the Cardinals for 55000 to win 50000 Is that where you guys are at now have you have you guys bounced a little bit between the four and three yeah, I think uh, Chris went to three uh, after that bet happened. But, you know, I haven't seen him in about 15 minutes. I've been over here. So uh, I would imagine it looks like that the game's going to close three. But when you get these kind of plays, when you get these kind of people that come to town looking to bet this much money, you know, in the last hour, hour and a half, it could switch you. But I think the game will close three. Yeah, no, I think that's a good point, too. Is this the time of year when you tend to see the bigger bets come in because you have all the marquee NFL matchups leading up to the Super Bowl? Is this kind of one of those times of year where you get more of those bets? Yeah, you're on the money, kid, because first of all, but the biggest push is what we talk about every week, every month, and every year. It's just the idea of it's legal to bet sports 
you know, all over the country. So what you're getting is like people with a lot of money who would never be involved again, but uh, they like to be around two or three times a year, show off their bankroll, make a decision, Mm -hmm. but uh, it's quite different. Like, go way back, you know, 30 years ago. We might take one of those type of bets for the entire weekend. Now it's like, uh, okay, write the ticket. Write the ticket, no doubt. Uh, In terms of futures, who's getting the most bet to be the Super Bowl winner this year? Uh, we're in pretty good shape. Chris managed the whole thing from uh, from way back when. We only have one big loser. That's on one of your teams, the 49ers. Uh, all the favorites, uh, you know, with the Tampa Bay and the Packers, whatever, we actually do really good. But the, uh, uh, you know, what can I tell you? The 49ers are the one. I think we lose about two or $300,000 if if they win. It was like two forty, which I looked the other day. But uh, that's the only loser we have. Well, because that's another team, too, that has like a big national fan base. And I know there are lots of people like me that went out there and bet the 30 to 1 ticket when it was when they were starting to gain traction and game speed again. Yeah. You're right, kid. You're right on the money. You meet, See, that's the only way you can win betting futures. You have to bet when you can get some value for your money. 20 to 1, 30 to 1 or higher. That's the only time. Anything under that, just like, you know, you keep maneuvering at the end, you might win bet. And just remember this, young lady. Value betting is only good when you cash your ticket. It's only good when you win. Well, we missed Vincenzo, but I appreciate <laughs> you holding down the fort, Vinny. You're the best. We'll talk to you next week. All right, kiddo. That's Jimmy Vaccaro over at the South Point. Always great insight on how the books are doing in their perspective. When we come back here on My Guys in the Desert, be better. We're updating. Did they or didn't they? Talking Big Ben, Matt Stafford tonight, a certain team that shall not be named. Also, Trey Wingo is going to join the show and give his pick for tonight. You won't want to go anywhere. This is Vsin, the Sports Betting Network. to my guys in the desert with Stormy Bonantoni on VSIN, the sports betting network. Welcome back to my guys in the desert. This segment brought to you by Zinn nicotine pouch is a fresh way to enjoy nicotine without all the baggage of cigarettes, dip or vape. No more smelling like an ashtray, no more spit cups, no batteries to charge or leak the equipment to deal with. Zinn nicotine pouches are smoke free. They're spit free and available in 10 different varieties like spearmint, wintergreen, citrus, many more. And for your convenience, Every variety now comes into strengths, so you can easily find the satisfaction level that's perfect for you. Zinn, America's number one nicotine pouch, is available in over 100,000 locations nationwide, so it's never been easier to find your Zinn. Head on over to Zinn.com find to locate a store near you. That's Z-Y-N.com find. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Got a quick score update for you. The Cavaliers is three-and-a-half-point home favorites over the Nets. Cash winning by seven, 114-107. The Grizzlies currently leading the Bulls by 20 at home, and Pacers are trailing the Clippers 107-98. to Time for Be Better, Did They or Didn't They in the NFL. Um, you know, we had Ben Roethlisberger as our first one on the list, hoping that he would come out and have a strong showing in his final NFL game, more than likely, and unfortunately did not deliver. 21-point loss was the largest of his playoff career. Well, the Steelers got off to a good start thanks to that defensive touchdown from T.J. Watt. It ended up at just a total shellacking, 42-21. Steelers had 45 offensive yards at one point in the game when the Chiefs had 35 points. He finished the game with 215 yards, two touchdowns, but it was all garbage time numbers, so a tough way 
to go out for Big Ben. Matthew Stafford, tonight we will find out if he rises to the occasion. No quarterback has started more NFL games in history and not won a playoff game. 0-3 in his career. And this is a team that went all in this season. Stafford's supposed to be the missing piece to bring L.A. that Super Bowl. And for as talented as a guy as he is, as he is very mistake-prone as well. Leads the league in pick sixes. Had eight of them in the last four games. You cannot be Motor City Matthew tonight against a Cardinals team that's better on the road than at home. And last one, we changed it up this week. Instead of telling the Cowboys to be better, we asked them to be worse. And boy, did they deliver in the most epic of ways. Tied an NFL playoff record, 14 penalties, and nothing encapsulated the sloppiness of that performance like the final play. Six-point game, San Francisco gift-wrapping a game-winning drive for you, and you call it Dak Prescott quarterback draw. Run straight up the middle, can't get set. Game over. Love it. Let's continue our NFL conversation with one of the best to ever cover the league. Longtime national sports broadcaster Trey Wingo doing great work with Caesar Sportsbook Pro Football Network, of course, host of the Half Forgotten History podcast. Trey, thank you for coming on with us. How is the tan from Hawaii? Did it settle in nicely? We're working on it, Stormy, and I appreciate that. But more importantly, how are you not a meteorologist with that name? That's the thing that's been bugging me. <laughs> no, I actually, it's funny you say that. When I first got into broadcasting, first thing was like, I just can't do the weather reports. I hate anything that's not 70 and 75, Trey. I go out and do sideline reporting for these cold games and want to die. It's awful. Well, listen, I, I, I understand that. There are only two people or two professions that are happy when everyone else is miserable, and that's meteorologists and lawyers. So you did well. <laughs> I swear, my name should have been Sunny or Sunshine. It would have been much more apt for who I am as a person. Let's talk about a little bit of these NFL games, though. What was your big takeaway from the Super Wild Card Weekend if you had one main focus that you took away from it? Officiating is terrible, and I, and I hate to do that because there were some epic performances. I mean, I, we, there's never been a game like the Bills put where they literally got every yard they could possibly achieve, and you know they scored on every possession except when they had to kneel down at the end of the game. But the officiating is really bad, and it's, it's disappointing. You know, it's, it, Look, the Eagles were never going to win that game over the Bucks, but that first drive was gift-wrapped on a 15-yard you know, non-roughing-the-passer call that got them going. So it's just... It's unfortunate because there are so many great things that happened and some weird things that happened, like you mentioned, the Cowboys game, and that's what a lot of people are still talking about. So what's the solution for that, you think? Is it better training for officials? More like I think the big issue that we all have is kind of consistency in a lot of areas, but when there's game-changing or game-defining plays that aren't actually from the play of football, like that's, that's a challenge. That's something that needs to be fixed. Yeah, and the problem is, like, there's always unintended consequences, right? Like, we all love the fact that there's this seventh seed and there's more playoff games and it's Super Wild Card Weekend, but that also means that more officials who probably shouldn't be getting uh, playoff games get them. Like, that Bengals game with the inadvertent whistle, that was Jerome Boger and his crew's first first postseason game in years, and I don't think he's getting one again anytime soon. Um you know, everybody says we want full officials, full-time officials. So does the league. The only people that don't want full-time officials are the officials because they get double dip. They get to do this and their regular job on the side. Yeah, well, we'll see if we can eventually get a little bit more consistency in that area because you hate to see a game change the outcome based on a whistle or a call like that. Um, there were a lot of big favorites that won over the weekend as well. Obviously, you mentioned Bills taking over the Pats, Chiefs, Steelers, Bucks, Eagles. Do you think that that's a trend that'll continue into tonight, maybe, in this uh, Rams and Cardinals game? Or what's your view on the outlook for the Monday night playoff game? The best thing the Cardinals did was not win the division. I mean, they were the NFL best 8-1 and one straight up. 
and against the spread on the road, and they were 6-0 and as road dogs this year. So, you know, they had real troubles winning at home, and the Rams are no prowess at home either. They were very average 5-3 and three, straight up and 4-4 four and four against the spread. So it would not shock me at all to see Arizona come out of there with a win tonight. How major of a disappointment would it be for the Rams not to win this game and not to advance, given all that they have put into this team, going out and getting Matt Stafford, getting Von Miller, getting OBJ, the list goes on and on. Yeah, I don't think there's a player with more pressure on him than Matthew Stafford, your stat that you mentioned at the top. Plus, he's been so bipolar, for lack of a better term. 41 touchdown passes, second only to Tom Brady, but 17 interceptions, which tried tied Trevor Lawrence for the worst. Mm-hmm. And he's a rookie, so... There's a lot of pressure on them. And, you know, the one thing about the Rams is they're comfortable with their decisions, but, you know, it it has to work out tonight. You know, the only other player I thought might have had more pressure on his shoulders was Dak Prescott and the Dallas Cowboys and them losing that game last night. What do you think is on the horizon for Dallas and their future, considering it's another one and done in the postseason? I don't think Dak's been right since the calf strain that he suffered in the, in the Patriots game. And he hasn't been outside of a, you know, a ridiculous performance against Washington where they had eight touchdowns and he became the first player in NFL history to throw touchdown passes in the same game to a running back, a wide receiver, a tight end, and a lineman. Mm-hmm. He's been up and down. So um, I, I think that really that the Cowboys showed – there's an old saying, when someone shows you who they are for the first time, believe them. The Cowboys have been this team all year. They led the league in penalties. They had seven pre-snap penalties yesterday. Mm-hmm. That's half of their 14. That they're the only team in the NFL this season with a, in the regular postseason to have two games where they had 14 penalties. And I'm sorry. I don't want to hear about the officials don't like us. Maybe a couple of those calls against Trent Williams or against Randy Gregory could have gone against Trent Williams. But at the end of the day, that's who you've been all year. So you get no, you know, I, I have no sympathy for those people that are like, oh, the refs took the game. No, you took it out of yourselves. You took it absolutely out of yourselves. And that Randy Gregory holding penalty, and the last one that put them over 14 was perfect. It made no sense. There was no reason to do it. It had nothing to do with the play. He just wanted to tackle an offensive lineman. And it was it, just bad, undisciplined football. And it just happened time and time and time again. Like you said, not just in that game, but all season long. As you look ahead to yeah. these divisional round games, um, I know the one that excites me the most right now is certainly going to be Bills Chiefs, a rematch of that AFC championship from a year ago. Which one gets your wheels turning? Which one are you most excited about? Uh, that one for sure. I mean, that that could be an epic game. And, you know, like we said, Josh Allen was amazing in that game. But I think we've come to the point, Stormy, where we expect the surreal from Patrick Mahomes and we're disappointed when he doesn't do it. Just give you a couple examples, right? He had four, 400 yards and five touchdown passes in that game. There's only one other person in NFL history that's done that, and that's Ben Roethlisberger in a 2017 loss to the Jacksonville Jaguars. There's only three players in NFL history that have more than – two or more than one rather uh three of uh, 500 five touchdown passing games in the playoffs and patrick Mahomes has already one of them the other two were kurt warner and daryl lamonica the mad bomber from the oakland raiders back in the old afl days I, I, we're at the point where we expect him to do these things that are absolutely ridiculous and when he doesn't we're like what's wrong with patrick Mahomes? he is ridiculously good third and 20 Third and 20, no big deal. I'll throw a 47-yard touchdown pass to Travis Kelsey to go up 21-7 to at the half. I mean, it's insane. And when he throws an interception, it's okay if you threw five touchdowns, right? It's a little different story than we Correct. saw earlier on in the season. He's definitely 
fixed whatever his issues were. But I've, the quarterback play that we're going to see in these games moving forward in the playoffs is going to be second to none. Oh, it's going to be amazing. And look, the division round is always best because you usually get the best teams, you know. And we, I, I don't like the idea of this two seed not getting a bye because I think you earn it. But, you know, everybody wants to make money and there's money to be made by putting another game in and another team. In. So that's going to continue to happen. But, uh, yeah, the quarterback matchups we have are absolutely delicious going forward. There's no other way to describe it. Um, one last question for you, Guy, about 20 seconds. Who is your Super Bowl pick for Super Bowl 56 and why? Well, listen, I'm a, I'm a stubborn guy, and I said at the beginning of the year, I don't see how we don't have the same two teams there, Chiefs and, and Bucks. Now, obviously, the depletion of the Bucks uh, wide receiver core may be difficult, but at this point, I, there's no reason to shy away from it, so I'm staying with it. All right, love it. Thank you so much for the time. You're awesome. Appreciate you coming on. Together with Stormy. See ya. That's Trey Wingo. And remember that new season of Half Forgotten History by Trey Wingo is underway right now wherever you get your podcast. When we come back, my official pick for tonight and Prop Talk with Steve Buchanan. Don't go anywhere. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast, is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, Somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. With Stormy Bonantoni on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. You're looking for more sports betting discussion around your local teams. Bet Rivers has you covered. Bet Rivers has launched a series of city casts designed to tackle sports betting from the local perspective. So there are city casts now in Chicago, Denver, Detroit, LA, New York, Philadelphia, Pittsburgh, now Washington, D.C. as well. Subscribe to your local city cast wherever you get your podcast. We're wrapping things up here on My Guys in the Desert live from our recent studio at Circus Sportsbook. Time for my official play of the day. I already pretty much told you earlier, but we're making it official in Taken by Storm E. Have you guys ever seen Dodgeball where he's like W-H-I-T E? That's how I feel whenever I lead to this segment. I'm on the Rams minus three today. I think they win by a field goal or more. Um, I'm, this is one of those instances where I'm airing with the team that was playing better at the end of the season. The Cardinals obviously started the year 10-2. and We're off to a great start, but lost four of their last five games, including an opportunity to seal up the division against the Seahawks. Kyler Murray doesn't have his security blanket and DeAndre Hopkins to make the big play. Um, Rams won five straight prior to their loss to the 49ers, which is a team that's just had their number 
what six straight matchups. So I like the I like the Rams in this spot. I think that um, Sean McVay's record against the Cardinals says a lot that he's nine and one straight up, eight one and one against the number against the Cardinals in his career. I think Matt Stafford gets his first playoff win and gets that off of his back. The pressure of the world. I think that he plays his best under pressure. We all know his record and comeback wins and games. And I like I'm I'm going with Stafford and the Rams tonight. And as somebody who you know, is a big fan of all things NFC West and the competition in that division. I think this will be a really fun game, but the Rams have the better of them. We'll see if Steve Buchanan of DraftKings agrees with me or disagrees as we welcome him on. What's going on, Steve? How are you? You know, fun fact, I used to play dodgeball professionally in Vegas, so I loved the little, you know, the, the nugget you just dropped Stop. there. Stop. If you can dodge a wrench, you can dodge a ball. That's awesome. I I have receipts to prove it. I, that used to be a thing. Oh, my gosh. I hope you got some hardware. Did you win? Did you win big in the dodgeball game? We were the number one ranked team in the country. I kid you not. This is I electric, Steve. We're going to yep. have to follow up on this more offline. Yep. <laughs> um, as far as your play goes on tonight's game, how are you feeling about this Cardinals-Rams game uh, in their third meeting this year? Totally agree with you about the Rams minus three in this spot. The one thing I cannot get over is the second half struggles that coach Cliff Kingsbury has experienced all throughout his career through six years at Texas tech, three years with the Cardinals through the first seven games of the season. He is 42, 20 and one nice record. The rest of the year, 16 and 43, absolutely putrid. I don't know what's worse, how the Patriots played on Saturday or the second half record for Cliff Kingsbury in his career. And then we talk about this season too as well. The Cardinals limped into the playoffs, mm -hmm. finished one and four against the spread. The only game they were able to cover in was when they won outright against the Cowboys. The teams they failed to cover against, the Rams, hey, there you go, mm -hmm. uh, the Lions, the Colts, and the Seahawks. Not exactly a daunting schedule there. I'm going to take this a step further. I like the Rams at minus six and a half, which you can get an alternate line on the DraftKings Sportsbook at plus 185. There's your plus money, honey girl, right there. Take the Rams minus six and a half. I love that line too. Oh my gosh, you're giving me all the vibes right now. We love that plus money, honey. Okay, so we're on the Rams tonight, both of us. We're all in on this. The argument that I keep on getting from Cardinals backers is that they're so good as an underdog and they're so good on the road this year, but I'm like, Ah, come on. I'm I'm sticking with Please. my guns. I'm sticking with my guns. I promise the people props. So let's start with just your favorite prop on the menu coming into the Monday night game. Love taking an anytime touchdown for Zach Ertz. So I like the Rams to, light, to, to win this one, but there's going to be a lot of points scored in this game. If this number is at plus 225. Since DeAndre Hopkins has been out of the mix, Zach Ertz has seen seven red zone targets in those games. He's seen a total of 14 since he's joined the Cardinals. This has quickly become Kyler Murray's go-to guy. And look, the Rams are a tough team against tight ends. They only allowed four touchdowns to that position. But you have to take into consideration the volume that Zach Ertz is getting. He's averaging 10.7 targets over the last four games, all of those without DeAndre Hopkins. Mm -hmm. So in what's expected to be a fast-paced, high-scoring game, I can't get away from that number of 225 for Zach Ertz, who's somebody who's been very, very active in the red zone for the Cardinals. And the value on that has gone up from 210 to 225, so get the plus money while you can. Um, also, we saw your prop board up there that Stephanie just threw up onto the screen. You had um, Kyler Murray over 255 and a half pass yards. You think he's going to sling it tonight? 
Yeah, I mean, he's going to have to. I mean, if I like the Rams a minus six and a half, you best believe the Cardinals are going to have to be slinging the ball in this one. <laughs> Four times this season, Kyler Murray has played for the Cardinals as an underdog. In those games, he's averaged 262 and a half passing yards. So that's well over this total that we need to eclipse. And then, of course, the two games against the Rams, 325 and a half passing yards on average in those games in weeks four and 14. So I can't imagine that he's not going to go over this number in a game that I'm expecting the Cardinals to be playing from behind in. Yep, he's gone over that number nine total times this season. Uh, meanwhile, Matt Stafford, you're not looking at his passing yards prop, but the rush yards over one and a half. That's an interesting play. You know what? I'm such a sucker for these bets. I just want it to happen. You know, why not? All he needs only two rushing yards. He had 21 rushing yards on six attempts against his team back in week four. He's no Lamar Jackson, okay? That was 48% of his season total. So it clearly does not happen often. But the, the Cardinals are going to get pressure on Stafford. They've done this in two games already. They've had Stafford under pressure on 24% of his dropbacks this season. So they're not going to design runs for Stafford. Let, you know, let's make that clear. Stafford Stafford might get these rushing yards just on principle alone, just trying to escape some pressure from the Cardinals who do that so well. So I think this is just something if you want to throw something on there, you know, have a little fun, you know, <laughs> two rushing yards for Stafford. Come on, baby. We know you can do we can you can get that six feet. I promise you, you can do it. You can do it. Just inch forward. You're fine. Just give me one right, sneak or something. Um, <laughs> interestingly enough, I was a little bit disappointed. I would love to bet a Stafford interception because even when they win games, he still tends to throw at least one. But that's why it's juiced to minus 120. It made me very unhappy. Um, he's thrown eight in the last four games. So let's see if he can turn right the ship here a little bit. And you think he's going to be throwing the ball out to OBJ a good bit tonight as well. Yeah, over 47 and a half receiving yards for Beckham in this game. Since week 10, he is second on the Rams for average distance of target at 12.8. Also in that span, that's the 17th best mark in the entire league. I love his matchup tonight against cornerback Marco Wilson. Amongst all the cornerbacks on the Cardinals, he's allowed the highest reception rate in the in on the team at 72.5%, and also second in yards allowed despite missing three games for the Cardinals this season. So when people are catching the ball against Wilson, they're gaining they're gaining yards against him as well. We all see how well Beckham has been playing since moving to the Rams. So I think this is a great spot to him. And Stafford has trusted to get the ball to him, especially with the loss of Robert Woods. He's really been that W uh, uh, wide receiver too in this offense. Yeah. And he certainly had a good matchup the first time out, 77 yards and a touchdown. Um, anytime touchdown for him is at plus 140, 10 to one first score. He's had five touchdowns the last seven games. Is there enough value on that one to play it? You think potentially for the anytime no, no. or no? Yeah, no doubt. I mean, anytime is always the safest bet, right? You, you can always take that. So obviously it happens anytime during the game. Like I said, with the way that they're going downfield with him, if he can break away from Wilson, he's taking it to the house. We see that talent is still there. So I absolutely think there's some value in taking that anytime. All right. All right. Um, any other props you want to get to real quick? Because I did want to ask you if there was any divisional round games that you liked looking ahead. So go either way. Yep. You tell me. Uh, we can we can talk about the Bengals. I'm excited about the Bengals. Let's talk about them. All right. Let's we do can it. talk about them. All right, uh, why look, do you I believe? Love them. <laughs> yeah, I, I love them at, at plus three against the Titans. I'm not big on the Titans. I haven't been big on the Titans all season long. But as underdogs, this is where the Bengals have excelled this season. Six and three against the spread as underdogs, covering by an average margin of 7.3. Stretch that even further. Four and one against the spread as road underdogs 
covering by an average of 11.1 points. You know, all the chatter that Derrick Henry is going to be back in this game. That obviously is a big factor. This Cincinnati run defense has been stellar. I'm not going to say they're going to be able to completely stop Henry, but it's going to be a tough test for him coming back into the mix after being out for so long. I think you're getting tremendous value on the Bengals who have just been absolutely slinging it with ease. They'll be able to do that against this Tennessee secondary. Well, and that's my biggest question against the the Titans in general. You mentioned Derrick Henry is he's had all of this time off. We know the beast that he is on the football field when he's healthy and when he's full go. But if he's not, what does that mean for your offense? Big question. Yeah, absolutely. And like, and, and this Cincinnati has been so strong in all facets of the game. And how do you go against Joe Burrow? Captain swag. <laughs> I mean, the guy just oozes uh, how smooth he is. So you got to love the Bengals in this spot. No doubt. Steve, you're awesome. Thanks for doing this. We appreciate it. And good luck with all your bets tonight. You too. Thank you. That's Steve Buchanan, NFL betting analyst over at DraftKings. A lot of good plays there. I am very interested. I love the Matt Stafford over one and a half rushing yards. He always gives us kind of the obscure ones that most people aren't really looking at. I love it. That'll be fun. Um, Yeah, again, my final play, Rams minus three. I believe Matt Stafford can get it done today, get over the hump. Um, That's a wrap for us today. Big shout out to our girl, Stephanie Kamershack, who runs all the controls, everybody behind the scenes who helps make this thing go. Rush Hour and Danny Burke are coming up next on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Keep it locked right here. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts.